welcome back to Gay by Gay. Hello. Um, so, kind of rolling along, because this unintentionally turned into a themed week yeah. when it wasn't supposed to be, but what do you expect? When we get on a topic, we rant, especially now that our moderator's not here. Yeah. Aaliyah likes to scream about religions 2.0. Yes. 2.0, 3.0. 3.0. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what episode this is anymore. Uh, yeah. Um, we're talking about Mormonism today. Yes, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I will be honest, I have even less knowledge of Mormonism than I have, uh, I almost said Judaism again. What yeah. is wrong with me? I'm just thinking about the Jewish Judas, people. Judas, Judas. And we're going to stop there That's... before we get copyrighted. Um, <laughs> I know less about Mormonism than I know about Jehovah's Witness. Well, you, I think And you, I already know very little about Jehovah's I th- Witness. I think you know more about the musical, The Book of Mormon, than actual Mormonism. Yes. Oh my gosh. Uh, I'm going to open up this up by saying, did you know that Mormons, uh, I've heard that they believe that when you die, you get your own planet? <gasps> Guys, I'm becoming Mormon. <laughs> I want my own planet. I want my own planet. planet. Are you kidding me? Oh my I want gosh. a planet. Who doesn't want a planet? I, I like, you know, I, there's two instances in my life where I was almost Mormon. No. Almost Mormon. No. So when I, 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 I knew that you would kind of dived into yeah. religion, but... That, to me, uh, you started reading the Bible and everything else, yeah. and I kind of took that as signals well, that you, like were, you were trying to, like, repress your homosexuality. Oh, of course. And I was just kind of like, she'll figure it out eventually. That's that's a different topic. She, she's going into relates. religion, but what she actually needs to dive farther into is her love of vagina. Well, when, you, when, you're, when you're gay and you're taught not to be gay, you tend to gravitate, you either gravitate towards everything that's gay as all hell, and then, or you gravitate towards everything that will teach you not to be. Exactly. I, either you follow that path of repressing it or you're just like, screw it, screw everything I've ever known. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're jumping into this with both feet. So so when I was 12 or 13, I was I was really into religion, just regular Christianity. I was more into like, I wasn't into like the mega church kind of stuff, but I was into like the modesty and like... If I said polite uh, Sunday school yeah. girl. The girl yeah. defined. I was working at the nursery at Feminine, my local church. Feminine, sweet, yeah. very, oh, yeah. very homey type, very motherly type, very, oh, you would want her as your good yeah. wife. I'm cringing so hard right now. That's so <laughs> not me now. But <laughs> I started looking in towards uh, Mormonism. I was looking into it and I would read the... Um, the handbooks, like the young ladies' handbooks on their website, I would dive deep into it. Uh, watch a few Mormon YouTubers. I was like, you know, like, um, do you remember cute girls' hairstyles, Brooklyn and Bailey? No, mm. you weren't a YouTube kid. They used to. They were when you really make that famous. sound like I'm like 40 years old and didn't get YouTube until after the age of dial-up. That is not the way that worked. Um, it, it's not that YouTube wasn't a big thing. It's mm-hmm. that the stuff on YouTube was more like silly stuff at that point like it it wasn't youtube at that point wasn't seen as like being this giant platform Mm -hmm. for creators it was seen as just a silly way to post stupid videos on the internet like at that point people weren't making money from it and everything else a lot of youtubers i watch like a lot of the big family youtubers and lord knows i wanted a big family oh my god you wanted to be like 19 kids and counting you were just like me and my dalmatian plantation of kids like you're 101 <laughs> instead of Dalmatians you were just gonna have like 101 well, kids well when you're when you're deep into it that's what you believe your purpose is have a bunch of kids but um you believe that your purpose was just to pop babies out yes serve your husband pop babies out that's it terrible it yes I agree. no wonder you ended up in an abusive relationship <laughs> yes I agree god damn but okay I wanted I, I didn't get it god damn I wanted to be 
I didn't want to be Mormon. I was, like, looking into it. I was discovering if it was for me or if there was things I agreed with. What, I feel like you could write a book about that, discovering Mormonism. <laughs> discovering Mormonism. <laughs> discovering Mormonism. But then what I couldn't, what I was like, mm, I don't want that, is the concept of temple weddings. Temple so, weddings. So, like, hmm. not getting married in a church? Getting married in a temple? Mormons have temples. They have do Mormon we have temples. temples in, do we have a temple in our city? Yes. It, it got built. It just finished getting built. Is it like a regular building or does it actually look like a temple? Oh, it's big. It's a big guy. It's, it's big guy? It's, it's big, big guy. guy. It's big guy. I what, Like big brain deep thinky? Yes. Big, it's, <laughs> big it's big guy. It, it's big brain deep thinky big guy. <laughs> can, we try, can we call God that? Big brain, do you think he? Big brain, do you think he guy? Big guy, big guy. <laughs> the big guy upstairs. Big brain guy. The big brain guy. Okay, anyways. I know this because I have a couple of Mormon friends on Facebook. I'll go into that later. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. So, yeah, I I couldn't get behind the concept of temple weddings. Temple weddings is um, only people who are Mormon and are sealed by the Mormon temple can watch your wedding can watch you get married. You don't get married in a wedding dress. So you if your sister decides that she doesn't want to be Mormon, uh, screw she can't her. Go. She can't go to your she wedding. She can't go. Yeah. For oh. sure. Oh. Um, you you have to it, wear... If there's any one thing that I've learned about religions that become culty in mm -hmm. nature, it, it's that exclusion of everyone from the outside. Yeah. You have it's to wear... It's that only us. You have to wear temple underwear. What uh, does that mean? Uh, it's like white undergarments. Oh, it's crazy. So it's, we're just talking like pure, uh, like full on purity train sort of. Oh, she's showing me. Oh my God. Yeah, they're undergarments. That's what you get married in. It's spooky. Wait, is that the only thing you wear or do you wear clothes over them? I, I, I actually don't know. That's just the, the underwear thing just got me. It looks like the world's ugliest pair of long underwear yeah. to be fair. Oh, lordy, I could not do it. I think I wore those when I was horseback riding in the winter. <laughs> you got to keep warm. You, gotta you keep do. You got to wear those long underwear, my dude. You got to keep the impurity out. So, Well, my goal was to keep the cold out. Their goal is to keep um, the sin out, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So just between the really harsh beliefs and stuff, and, you know, they do kind of train you to have that cult personality too they want you especially if you're a missionary i was obsessed when with you say mormon missionary like my brain immediately went to like yeah i was obsessed with mormon missionaries i had <laughs> makes it sound like you were obsessed with like, missionaries <laughs> no 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 i oh, had so you don't like missionary i don't want to talk about it <laughs> uh <laughs> i had save your kinks for another episode it's fine i had songs from so i guess Mormon youth, the LDS Muth. Muth? Muth. <laughs> LDS. Is that a new Pokemon, Muth? <laughs> No. <laughs> the LDS youth have their own little band and they make little religious songs. And I had a lot of those songs. A lot of those songs slap. They're good. They slap. They're good. They, do they punch as well? Do they no, kick? It's do, a, they, do they drop it's the a, bass? It's, yo? A it's a young expression, Abby. It's a young expression. It's a, it's a young expression. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I had a couple of their songs on my playlist. Um, I knew, uh, what is this called? There's this movie. It's called The Errand of Angels. I used to watch it. It's a movie about missionaries. It's pretty good. <laughs> Every time you say that word, I start laughing. I'm so immature. I'll play that song for you because it's like, The Errand of Angels is given to women. No, no, no. Oh, my God. If you know what I'm talking about, you're going insane right now. But <laughs> they're all, like, singing along. They're like, oh, my God. Because missionaries are, like, they're the high. They're not the highest of the high. They're doing God's work. 
they're the best people. They're sacrificing everything for their religion. Because, you know, missionaries, they um, they get assigned a place and they get sent uh, to I the place. I was going to say, I, believe it or not, they weren't Mormon. I knew a couple of Christian missionaries, mm-hmm. though, who went mm-hmm. off to different countries and everything to spread the gospel. Missionary work is a whole other thing I have beef with. But uh, what don't you have beef with when it comes to religion? You like, see, I am allowed to have beef with it because I was almost this. I was. I mean, this. to be fair, you do have a point because you were kind of like more on the inside of it. So I yeah. guess that does kind of make sense. But um, <sighs> missionaries, there you I have to. Missionaries, and no, I was like, no, is that no, their no. new nickname, missionaries? No, I'm not mad at them because like, I mean, ultimately, they're just trying to spread. The word of their belief. When you grow up thinking... I think it's almost always the people in charge of these actual things. It's not the people who are suckered into believing it and yeah. are brainwashed into believing it. They really just... They're trying to be good people and they're trying to spread the good Here, word to he, yeah. other good people. Here, here's the thing. They're, they're taught that they're doing the best thing in the world and they're sacrificing so much. I would hate to find out that I left my family for, I think it's two years. I think the missionary timeline is two years. For two years, put my life on hold to do this and find out that it really meant nothing, you know? Like, that would be soul-crushing. I think the hard part with something like that is it's very much what it means is on an individual level. Yeah. Only you can determine whether or not something like that is, quote-unquote, worth it, you know? Yeah, and I hate... <sighs> no, no one can tell you whether or not the time you sacrificed was... And they're for the greater good or not. And they're taught to not really show emotion. Every photo you see of a Mormon missionary, they're smiling ear to ear, because that's what they're trained to do. You're supposed to love life and love God and yeah. just love. You're supposed to play off this perfect lifestyle that, like, hey, well, I'm how, a missionary how, how, and I'm how, so happy to how do this. Are they gonna get people to get sucked into it? You yeah. know, they have to. It religion is like any sort of brand of anything we yeah. kind of made a reference in our jehovah's witness episode mm-hmm. to like brand ser- of religion like cereal boxes on the store shelf but i very much feel like that's kind of what religion is where everyone kind of wants to have the flashiest colors and be the most noticeable and you know they want to grab your attention because you they want you to buy their brand of fruit loops hey Do- abby yeah what's the difference between an advertisement and mormonism um Oh no! This is a j- bad dad joke, isn't it? <laughs> Nothing, because they both try to tell to sell you shit. <laughs> okay, um, I need to recover because I think I'm having a brain aneurysm <laughs> because of how terrible that joke was. We're gonna let you guys listen to our sponsorship segment, yeah, and we'll be back as soon as my brain stops bleeding. See you soon. <laughs> Welcome back. I'm still trying to recover. That break was not long enough to actually recover from that stupid joke. That was awful. Anyways, um... Stop laughing about it. It wasn't even that funny. I feel really bad for the missionaries that have to come to our city because our city is not nice. Our city is trash. Our city is trash. And I mean... I mean... Ultimately, you and I both want to move to New York at some point. And I'll be honest, I've been to New York. New York is also trash. Anyone that lives in New York will tell you that it's trash, but it's a very different kind of trash. It's a different kind of trash. This kind of trash is like Gotham City trash. I think I've mentioned this before. Like, literally, we are Gotham City. We are run by crooks and swindlers Mm -hmm. and crime runs rampant and everyone is just out to beat everyone else it's dark it's dingy terrible oh look i'm ranting about how much i hate where i live i would see charlie's not here to stop me what am i gonna do i would hate for a missionary to come from utah or anywhere else i would hate for any missionary to come from anywhere i would hate for any person to come from anywhere and uh come to the city that we live in because 
I feel like they would run away screaming and crying. You know, I fortunately have never been a missionary, but <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know why you said it like I that. What I feel like is like they're they're at home, their churches, their families, their entire social circles are pumping them up. They're like, you're going to do great. You're going to do amazing things. You're doing the work of God. And then they're sent here and everyone hates you. Everyone is so mean. Everyone, everyone is nasty. You probably get your wallet stolen on the bus. So like, so yeah. Let's start this story. Uh, during quarantine period, uh, a year ago, oh no, a year ago. Don't um, even get me started on how long this lockdown has been because I would rather just off myself. I was in a random Bible study group on Facebook. Why? I got bored. Why? Wanted to see what there it was are like. There so many other things to do with your time, my dude. And there's like 87. You're gay. What were you doing? <laughs> this was before I came out. Oh. Yeah. It was in your transitioning period. Okay. That makes D- more sense. I'm not... Yep, sure. Um, <laughs> there was a lot I like of the way you said that. There was a lot of Mormons in there, and I guess one from our city had, you know, uh, messaged me and was like, "Hey, do you want to do a Bible study together? I saw we were in the same group. You're from my city, and I, I'm so, f- so lonely at this point that I'm like, sure." Even been desperate for friends. Well, desperate for friends. You, I here's the thing for me. I'm a, pr- I, I'd say I'm a pretty personable person. You're an extrovert. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when I was in church, I went to a pretty slimy church <laughs> in the way that it was uh, y- in... You know that... It's a vine. That vine where they're like, welcome to our yeah. church. And, like, there's kids, like, snorting yeah. drugs and everything else. Oh, yes. That's what it was like. That's what it was like. Yeah, it was a pretty uh, grungy church. And I was like... Kumbaya, my lord. <laughs> yep. I was, like, one of the golden children there because I said the word Jesus once. Like, it was... The standards were so low. I was, like, a golden child. I could, like, sit there and talk about the actual lessons of the sermon and while the other kids were like, you know, I'm over this. Stop talking. Like, literally. Oh. I was the person at church camp who woke all of my friends up uh, at the morning service because I was still awake. Oh. <laughs> but, oh, no. So I was good at this little Bible study thing. That you you seem to mo- be good at it because you were able to actually pay attention. This Mormon person did. Uh, this missionary. What, what a fault I found in the missionary work was that, because I was analyzing it, because this was just kind of fun for me. I was going to say, you're, you're like taking the psychological yeah. chair here and you're I, just kind of watching everyone. The amount of, how do I say, reality that is around them, they don't really perceive it that well. Because if, if I make an obscure gaming reference, I, I feel like it's not even that obscure. You might get it like Bioshock. Have you ever played? Nope. Uh, well, up here. <laughs> um, anyone out there, I feel like what she's describing, maybe you can confirm or deny, is kind of like Bioshock, because the idea here is that they kind of like brainwash these little girls, mm-hmm. and at one point through the gameplay, you kind of get to switch and you see what they see. And instead of seeing like this dilapidated city, they see everything, like everything is beautiful, yeah. and like all the people look like they have angel wings, and there's like rainbows everywhere. Like mm-hmm. it looks happy, even though it's like dirty and grungy in reality. Well, like they, they just see things differently. They assume right off the bat, that you are raised very conservatively. Like, they were. Oh, they just kind of assume it. Their worldview. In, instead of, like, reality, yeah. where I always just assume that everyone is straight trash until they yeah. prove to me otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> so I remember uh, I had done a few Bible studies with this this nice girl, um, and then she was like, oh, my partner, because missionaries grow out in pairs. And they were like, my partner and I, we just want to, like, do one together with you. I'd love to get her in on this. You know, if anyone were to take this audio out of context, you say, my my partner and I want to do this with you. 
<laughs> so it sounds like you're proposing something very indecent, especially because you keep talking yeah. about missionaries. Stop. <laughs> so, My partner and I want a missionary with you. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> so so I get added to this group chat with um this these two nice girls. They're nice. They're very nice. Of course they, they were nice. Were, you were yeah. a lesbian. They didn't know that. Uh, he was no, a but you knew. It was a secret. But um, you were the secret we lesbian were doing, in hiding. We were doing Bible studies, and um, some of the sections they were respectful in this way, where they would do um, the study sections would be from the Bible itself. They were they wouldn't do any sections from the Book of Mormon with me. They didn't ask if I was explicitly Mormon or not. They didn't ask if I was explicitly Christian or not either. Okay, but um. One of the nice little um, analogies that I thought it was—it all felt very scripted. Well, I, kept, I, I think it really very much it is. is. Whenever you get something yeah. that's kind of relies on that type of brainwashing, um, there very much is a script that mm-hmm. you kind of have to follow. It was—it was all over text because they were always like, "Oh, do you want to do a video chat? Do you want to do a voice chat?" And I was like, "No, no, 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 no," because I like to—I like to read things and then feed them back what they want to hear. Because you can kind of get that sense, yeah. whereas if they actually look at you in person, you don't have time to think of a proper response. Oh, yeah. And if, you're just going to go with what you naturally yeah. think, and that's probably not what they want to hear. <laughs> oh, of course not. But um, one of the things that really drove home to me how, not messed up, unrealistic their worldview is, is we live here in Gotham City. I'd say four out of five people have drank or done drugs or had problems with it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Uh, even, I would say, unfortunately, a lot of minors even I don't, struggle. I don't know a lot of people who don't know someone who's died of a drug overdose. I'd say. I've had a couple people I knew in high school that did. I, I feel like even if you didn't know them personally, yeah. you probably knew someone in your school yeah. that either ended up going to the hospital because yeah. of it or something. Like, yeah. it, it's a major problem in our so, city. So one of their talking points was like, oh, you want to listen to what God says and you want to obey the rules. Uh, and then she went on to say, yes, like how our parents when we're growing up teach us not to do drugs because drugs are bad. And I'm sitting there as someone who's done drugs in the past like, huh, yup. That's what they taught me. And it's like... I mean, to be fair, I think your parents did try to teach you, and oh. I think you just didn't absorb that lesson uh, necessarily. That's true. We'll talk but, about that in another episode. But just the amount of assumption that everyone grows up the same way is kind of like... Me? And, and, and yet, I feel like that actually makes a lot of sense to me because they really don't get much of a sense yeah. outside of their circle you know what I mean so they don't understand that different people from different backgrounds have different upbringings honestly even for me I grew up in a fairly I I would say our household was very agnostic Mm -hmm. it was very like there was no push to go to church there was no sort of anything there was no set belief system um realistically it didn't dawn on me until I started teaching my dance lessons Mm -hmm. when I was like 16 that other kids grew up in other areas because there were some things that you guys would do during the dance lessons that I would be mortified yeah. about mm-hmm. and you guys would be like this is just what we do yeah. and I'm like you just do that like I was shocked and I'm not even a religious mm-hmm. person so I can absolutely see where they're coming from just if they don't have experience they're mm-hmm. not gonna think that anyone grows up any it was differently. it was just so weird for me because I was someone who grew I didn't grow I didn't grow up very Christian I grew up forcing myself to be very Christian and I had as a way of suppressing your I had actual always, identity. Yeah, I had always looked up different means of evangelism and the point is to make to make Christianity look as marketable as possible. 
ultimately that's what they want at the end of the day they want more followers they want more mm-hmm. people because ultimately their goal is to make one unified religion you wanna, any religion yeah. their ultimate goal is yeah. to make one unified religion yeah. you gotta win souls for christ exactly but, <laughs> ah sounds like but, you're playing a slot machine i know win souls for christ i know uh but even them doing that it let off uh, a ding in my head i was like this is this is some bad evangelism right here. Bad evangelism. Because if I was a drug user, if I was an active drug user and they didn't know it, if I was an active uh, alcohol drinker and they didn't know it, then they would have lost me. Yeah, you would have been gone. Because I would have felt judged. And yet, once again, I see where they're coming from, where they yeah. would never expect yeah. anything different. Anyways, I ended up ghosting them. <laughs> you just completely ghosted them? You didn't yeah. even say goodbye or anything? Yeah, I just stopped talking to them. I was like, yeah, because oh. we would set up different times. They started asking me to go to church with them. And then oh. at that point, I was like, they're not going to leave me alone after this. They, this they is getting thought, too far. They, they thought they had you, like, on their hook, and they were, yeah. like, reeling you in, and you were like, <laughs> And here's the no. thing. I'm, sometimes I'm a horrible person. So I, sometimes. I'm, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, well, these girls are nice, and they're saying all of these obviously rehearsed things. So they're trying to pull you in. I'm like, I want to know who these girls are. I want to ask them questions. I want to pick up their psyche. And then I was, as soon as they invited me to church, I'm like, oh, it's not worth the you trouble. Like, no, no, I no, don't no. want to be friends with you that bad. You're going to hate me. Press the red button. Press the eject button. We're out of here. Yeah. We got to get out. Quick. And that, that ends my. Quick doobie scoo. We got to go. <laughs> Zoinks. So yeah, I ghosted them and that, they leave me alone now because I think one of them, the partner with the other girl, had gone back home because she was done her missionary service, and then the other one had moved to another city here to help out there. Probably very thankful that she got out of Gotham. Yes, probably very. Both of them are probably very thankful to be gone. They were like, that hellscape, oh God. So that ends my spur with Mormonism, my my flirtations. Oh, wow. Um, any of you out there, if you have any experience with Mormonism, yeah. whether you've been on the inside, whether you've mm-hmm. known people on the inside, let us know. Join the conversation. Message us on our social media, yep. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that jazz. Yeah, check email. Out, check out our TikToks. Check mm, out... TikToks, yes. Mm, TikToks, yes. Mm, TikToks. <laughs> check out our YouTube. Yep. We're posting a whole bunch of different videos. You can listen to the podcast on there. You can check out our vlogs. vlogs. See what we look like. Oh, no. Uh, please don't do that, actually. <laughs> please stay right here don't go anywhere uh you can send us messages yeah. on here as well yeah. wherever you're listening we would love to talk to you we would love to have a conversation mm-hmm. uh so that's it for this episode yeah. thanks and for listening we will talk at you in the next one take it gay by gay guys bye